Hello, hashtag BirthDB family, and welcome. It's week 193. I'm Aaron Mack, and here's basic complexity. And I will first name what is significant about the number three for me, right? I actually recently came across this super cool website that goes through every birthday that you had, starting with the day you were born, and what song was number one the day you were born. And of course, being a 1983 baby, I, I have to represent. And the song that was number one the day I was born, and, and this is so interesting, the day I was born, the song that was number one is none other than Irene Cara's Flash Dance, What a Feeling. And I, 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 I take that as encouragement because she has a line in the song where she says, I can have it all. Now I'm dancing for my life. I got to get dancing again. Got to keep working. Got to keep pressing. I had a good day at the with the uh, personal trainer this weekend. It was snowing and everything, and they were like, oh, "I didn't think you were gonna come." And I'm like, "I'm serious about this." He's like, "Anyway, face complexity. Take it away with our song segment. I know you've got the old song, and then I'll do the new song." All right. So, um, with the old song uh, for this week and many of you might remember this well a lot of you should remember this old song is actually it was from 2004 the song confessions part two which is the one almost everybody knows um yeah by usher and i thought the song was pretty much hidden it was like um the title track from the album by the same name confessions um the song really in my opinion was just a huge hit for Usher back then. Nice. And that's what I have. I will be completely honest. That era of Usher was... I... Usher is outstanding. I, I love him. Period. That's all I'm going to say on that. He is outstanding, and he, he was definitely evolving at that time. That was while I was in college, so, you know, um, he's, he's amazing. Period. Okay? Now... Yeah, that time frame, music-wise, was really just hidden. That Usher with Confessions in 04, um, Destiny's Child did their 
well, alleged final album in, what's that, 0403, somewhere around there. I think it was 04. But, um, oh. it, 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 since we're only doing two songs, I have a little extra, we have a little extra time. Why do you say alleged? Because they certainly have not released anything as Destiny's Child since then. And the beautiful, um, intelligent uh, uh, Matthew Knowles has definitely uh, made sure that that brand was not. He's like, unless you're doing something with me, it will not be Destiny's Child. It will be Beyonce, Michelle, and Ke Beyonce, Michelle, and Kelly. Which is what they do now. And that's what they do. Exactly. Yeah. He's a businessman and, and, and it's got to be so interesting slash difficult to go through being somebody's parent to being a, that their successful um, business manager. You know, like that's 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 gotta be tough. And, and I know uh Sonia Norwood was one of the earlier ones uh with Brandy. Anyway, all right. So my new song is new ish song. It's coming from the illustrious Nicole Scherzinger. Her song Never Enough live from the greatest showman play now that was 2017 and i remember being excited for her solo works back in like 2004 and stuff but excited for her solo works because i'm like oh she can blow and nicole scherzinger can blow she really can and um her song, Never Enough, live is a perfect example of it because she can blow. She blows. <laughs> and uh, I remember thinking that her um, solo music that she was coming out with, like she had some song with T.I. that I, I, I remember she was, of course, naked in the video because that, that's what women have to do. You know, it's that kind of society. And um, I remember being like, but she's not really singing like that. And, you know, T.I., of course, always eye candy, right? But <laughs> Nicole Scherzinger, it, it was like, but why isn't she singing? Like, she can blow, but it's because that was the same time that our generation, because I, I blame us, the older millennials, it's our fault. We slept on people like Nicole Scherzinger and Jennifer Hudson and vocals yes. like that. So the music industry was like, well, people don't really like vocals, so fuck it. You know, there are people who still sing because they can sing, but that's not what the music industry is really pushing, you know? And um, Nicole Scherzinger was a prime example of somebody who, unfortunately, 
got caught in that. Now she, she, she does theater because she is an outstanding vocalist and she can do theater. Mm -hmm. As well, she should because she is an outstanding vocalist. Anyway, and Nicole Scherzinger's song Never Enough is a perfect example of that. Anyway, so. Uh, I will give the really quick topic names for this week and uh, they are, excuse me, hashtag desire, confused, hashtag to fend. Hashtag ring it. Hashtag unwelcoming quintessence. And here's the complexity. Are we ready to get this show on the road, my friend? Yeah, let's go. One, nine, three. Hashtag desire confused at just witty. Hashtag verse TV one, nine, three, A. So you like him, girl? Yeah, girl. Oh. Well, before he hurt me, I'm gonna walk away from him. <laughs> what? Give it about two weeks. What? I just feel like if he don't have A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, like what are we? But who has had that many consecutive letters in a row? In a row. In a row. You show sure you got the grace to get to know somebody. He keep calling and texting. Sound like he want to get to know you better. Hmm. Oh my good. My heart is so guarded. Oh my goodness. Cause you remember Jerry was crazy, but he not Jerry. Oh my. When are you going back to therapy, sis? He seemed pretty nice and interested. Yeah, that's nice. But uh, he told me he was going straight home, and he had smoothie king. I saw him on Instagram. He had Smoothie King. That ain't your man, sis. But 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 he told me. He told me. Y'all just going. friends. You need. You know your triggers. You he need. You need to relax, sis. So you like him, girl? Yeah, girl. Smoothie King. He, he had Smoothie King. Oh, okay. Anyway, I I I, I, I love it. And we've already established the order. So I'm up first. And I will say my initial reaction in this case mixes with my personal connection in that when I first saw this, I was like, this is so me. <laughs> this is so me in the past and a little bit in the present. And the Smoothie King comment, that was a consistent LOL for me. Like just watching it over and over, I was like, wow. And I, I must give love to comedian Whitney LaBelle. She's a fellow millennial. And I love the fact that it, it felt so appropriate. She, not only is she a fellow millennial, but she's a fellow, anyway. But yes, she, I, I, I feel that song that she had in the background, and I hope we don't get flagged for it, but, um, having the instrumental to get it together by 702 
I was like, right on, millennial sister. Yes. Can we get it? Because it, it, it it's just like that. Anyway, yeah. Misty Elliott, I connected with, um, it also made me think about Missy Elliott and her song when, back in the day when she says, I break up with him before he dumped me. And I, I, I remember I always used to recite that line and, and take it as sort of a, a mantra. I break up with him before he dumped me. But then I sort of realized like how very problematic that is to, to be like, I'll break up with him before he dumps me. Like, well, why do you think he's going to dump you? You know? <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so I I, I was that way. And, and I was like, you know, beat him to the punch. And it's not a sport. Relationships are not a sport. It's like the song uh, by C.C. Peniston, you win, I win, we lose. Because th that's how it goes, you know? It's not a sport. Um, as far as her letters, it reminds me of Dan Savage talking about trouble when your dream perfect relationship doesn't work out and how if it happens that way and you go too far with them before it doesn't work out, you end up setting these high expectations for everyone going forward, these high unreasonable expectations for people going forward. And that was the prime example of that. Smooth, smoothie game was hilarious. Um, I reanalyzed self, um, but it's not that simple. Just don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. That, that's a big thing because with the simple things like smoothie king, whatever, but don't lie to me on anything else. Pierce, big complexity. Um, well, first, just wanted to add, I agree with you a hundred percent. Do not lie to me because that is it. That's Period. just I'm sorry. Period. I, I I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have oh, even said no. Nah. <laughs> right. Um now all right. So after hearing this, it just reminds me of a thought that um, I've had for years. And that is the fact that some people just have a ton of unrealistic expectations when it comes to a relationship. Um, yeah, when it comes to relationships, and that's what I have. Excellent. So now it's time for the one sentence. I will yeah. read my one sentence, and the man for me has got some work on his hands, but we are worth the work for each other. It might be unorthodox, and I know that, but I also know that I've got to get myself back into therapy. I, I haven't gone for a minute. I need to go back to therapy. 
Basic complexity, your one sentence. Uh, um, I just personally feel that actions like that definitely play a role in why many are single. And just be open to some new things. Like explain your horizons. Excellent. Now our next hashtag to friend at surface level podcast. Hashtag verse TV one nine three B. Hey everybody, welcome to Surface Level, creating a community where black and queer folks are fearless in thought and curious at heart. I'm one of your hosts, Tony, and today Jordan, Damon, and I are discussing how both family and government institutions play a role in queer invisibility. How has seeking approval of our sexuality strained relationships with our parents? How have those experiences shaped how we've navigated life and exist today? This is Don't Ask, Don't Tell. We know a lot about that, and none of us were in the military. <laughs> but we know about that. We know about that phrase. We know about no ass, don't tell. Yeah, um, and we're really excited because today we have a special guest that we are very honored to have landed here mm -hmm. for ourselves to have the conversation, and also just for our listeners. I think people will be really excited and gag <laughs> when they find out who we have with us today. So I'm going to get right into our introduction. So today's guest has a remarkable story. He was thrown out of his mother's home at the age of 16 in New Jersey for being gay. After 10 years homeless, he joined the U.S. Marine Corps, where he became a combat documentarian. After finishing the Marines, he went on to graduate from Columbia University and later NYU's Tisch Graduate Film Program. His award-winning short films have played in almost 150 film festivals worldwide, including Sundance, Outfest, and the American Black Film Festival. And fun fact, Jordan, Damon, and I were first introduced to his work when we watched his series called My House on Viceland, which takes a look into the world of New York's ballroom scene. And his latest project is The Inspection, an incredible film based on his life starring Jeremy Pope and Gabrielle Union. So today, we're very honored to welcome Elegance Bratton to our Surface Level family. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. After hearing that, I will first say that I do seriously have respect for all military folks because I am actually the grandson of a Vietnam vet. Um, However, I was never even slightly interested in joining the military, and it was just never my thing. Um, just yeah, like I said, it was my thing. In regards to elegance being kicked out the house at 16, I 
I've definitely heard about things like that, like this, when um, I was younger. I'm not stupid, right? Um, I are so, I guess, so I just like if X, if I was gay, um, at the time, yeah, was younger, right? Just wasn't putting myself out there like that. I knew the potential risk and I wasn't playing Russian roulette with that. Um, so just my suggestion to all of those listening would be to not come out until you have your own place. You need a emergency backup plan just in case. And that's what I have. I'm glad you ended on that because I want to start on that. Having your own place as a little kid, because some parents are like the juvenile song, and I meant to look it up, but um, when juvenile was all about, he got kicked out for selling dope in the house. And he's like, my mom's like, there ain't going to be no evil in this house. There are some parents who feel that way about their young kids when the young kids come out of the closet. So as far as them having a backup house, it, that's not that easy. But anyway, um, my initial reaction is I immediately remembered this guy that I dated right after college, uh, beautiful thick red bone brother right after graduation. And um, he was nice to me, right? But part of what he said, and this scared me, he was like, he explained that his parents kicked him out in his early teen years and he was homeless for many years because he came out as gay or because, and sometimes parents find out that their child is gay. And I, I, I remember he, hearing stories from, from a friend in college who told me about his parents who found out that he was gay and like they didn't kick him out or anything. But anyway, it, it, it's, parents can be ridiculous. Parents, please don't be ridiculous. And um, I, I, I was so afraid because he, because of the fact that he had been kicked out, his perspective was that every gay person needs to go through that experience to make them stronger. And I particularly, um, coming from, from my home, now I, I hadn't come like all the way out at that point, I was only like 23, but my 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 family that that I had notified was namely my mom at that point 
was very uh, welcoming for me, you know, like I, 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 and so because of that, I was afraid of him because I'm like, ooh, that's not my experience. Are you going to have a problem with me? Because that's not my experience. That's not everybody's experience. And um, I will say that that's another example of an imperfect match that I didn't even attempt to work it out, even though it perhaps could have been worked out, but it perhaps could, might have not been able to be worked out. I don't know. But um, I, I, I assumed he was too flawed. And um, I get what he was saying, but I feel it's unnecessary because I say, living your homo truth freely in this homophobic world is struggle enough to build the needed stamina and resilience, period. So let's keep living our truth, my friends. And I, I love Gabrielle Union Wade. Being Mary Jane is one of my favorite shows ever. And I'm looking forward to the inspection written and directed by Elegance Bratton. Boom. Based complexity, do you have a one minute and or a one sentence? One and one. Um, That's a real call that. A one and one. Uh -huh. <laughs> one and or one. How's that? Boom. All right. That works. Um, yeah, my suggestion with two all really or the younger folks directly would be um to not come out until you are on your own or you have your own just in case. Yes. Guess yeah, some people you just don't know. And like in um my mom really did not care at all. <laughs> I told her she was like so it's like okay. <laughs> my one sentence is really just a suggestion. Um and it would be and this is for definitely the younger folks and it would be to not come out until you're on your own like you have your own pretty much almost everything your own place most importantly nice and my one sentence for our one and one is living your homo truth freely in a homophobic world is struggle enough to build needed stamina. Let's keep living, living our truth. It, it plays a role. Anyway, are we ready for the next time? We are just burning through everything tonight. Yeah. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack.
Kevin, aka Basic Complexity. Hashtag Burst TV Family. Hashtag Burst TV. Hashtag Burst TV Family. One, nine, three.